0: good evening everybody welcome to episode two of a burning desire to talk with lou and mark once again i'm lou and i'm mark and it's a pleasure to have you all back again um it is uh, monday july 5th mark how was fourth of july oh
1: very nice man very nice we went to uh the local parade in town and then uh family had a little barbecue party how about yourself
0: yeah it went up to uh to families we fired off our own fireworks in uh the, in their backyard we had a blast doing that and it's you know i saw that you guys were going to the parade we don't have a parade in my town and haven't in i don't even remember the last time we had a parade really yeah i've always actually i've never been to a fourth oh. of july parade imagine that wow <laughs> wow and
1: i'm used to going to them every year you have to get the one
0: yeah, one, one of these years I'll, I'll get to one, uh, but we hope that everyone had a great and safe 4th of July with uh, family and friends, celebrating the independence of the greatest nation on earth, and uh, here we are.
1: And hopefully you were enjoying it around a lot of uh, conscious people, and uh, just having a good time, and not worrying about all the uh, materialistic things uh, in this world that we were just talking
0: about on our last episode. Which, to that point, um, I think we left it off, Mark, where with a question. Uh, where did we go astray? Where did man go astray? Uh, where faith plays a second fiddle, basically, to, um, to uh, the rat race that is um, our lives. Uh, getting ahead, keeping up with the Joneses, uh, doing the things that um, that I have to venture to guess people do sometimes... Uh, even though they know it's not right, but they'll do it anyway to, uh, to gain uh, an upper hand over somebody else at work. Right. Um, typically at work or, you know, other situations as well. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Amongst families sometimes. Well, there's, a, there's the old, like the old saying goes, the worst people to go into business with are family and friends. Um, That's something that I've often thought about in terms of doing, you know, doing my own thing and going into business with some family and friends. And I don't know that I would want to do that only because I know that tough decisions are going to have to be made. And, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I don't want to have to make decisions that would negatively impact, especially someone close to you like a family member or a very good friend.
1: Yeah, because if you have a falling out with, uh, you know, somebody at work, somebody you work for, a boss or whatever, um, that detachment doesn't seem to be that hard, right? Because that's not really someone that might not be that close to you in life. And it's expected. And it's expected. Sort of expected. Sort of expected. People bounce around the jobs all the time. However, if you're working with like your best friends or any close friends for that matter, and you happen to all of a sudden go, something goes astray, that detachment is a heck of a lot uh, more difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's much more cool. to lose. You know, there's much more at stake. It goes beyond just the uh, just the work itself. Well, that's know? so
0: true because it, it, ruining that relationship, especially when it comes to a family member, let's say, or with a family member right mm-hmm. you're not just ruining that that relationship potentially you're you're ruining the relationship with an entire side of a family potentially right you know because who is that person married to is that person married to your sister or to your brother you know are they a cousin of yours are they uh, who are they related to and then what ends up happening is the aunts and uncles get involved, right. the grandparents get involved. Right. You know, how could you do that to little Johnny? Well, little Johnny's a prick at work, you know what <laughs> I mean? And yeah. and once again, folks, like we've said from the beginning, we are sitting outside around a fire, um, so you will hear the environment that that we're located in so you're gonna hear the noise of the planes going overhead and dogs barking the dog was just barking yeah so uh, we apologize for that but i think by now if you've listened to the introduction in the first episode you've already gotten a, a feeling for the fireworks going off in the background and you're going to continue to hear that so we hope you don't mind it's definitely making it challenging on our part right we're just trying well, to work well, around at, the noise at, at least it does to the psyche you know can these <laughs> people still hear me yeah um yeah. but but those uh, that those are situations where, you know, I don't envy people when they're in that situation because uh, how many times have you seen it yourself or maybe even experienced it where entire sides of families don't talk anymore over something that happened that when we really con- think about it, it's very benign. It What what difference does it make, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, or you even hear of different friends that actually
1: have fallings out having to do... Dealing with money, you know, or, or uh, with the company that they, they, they work for together. You know, that could be, be horrific over just trying to earn a living, you know what I mean? And they could have been together for the longest time, many years,
0: maybe even over a lifetime. So, you know, that brings me to something I was thinking about in terms of that question. Where did we go astray, right? Where lack of faith and so on and so forth. And... Um, the everyday challenges that that we face as, you know, your average Joe that, you know, works like everybody else does. Uh, We're in a little bit of a situation because we do do this podcast and we kind of air our opinions to the world, right? Um, How about when it comes to having a relationship with somebody um, a relationship in terms of a friend, right? Or even, or even the, it could be an acquaintance. But they find out that we're doing this podcast. That is typically, we, again, we talk about everything, but it, but it really revolves around uh, faith and spirituality. And the cynicism comes into play, right? Where now all of a sudden, um, you know, they have things to say. Uh, they have their own opinions and their negative opinions, right? Um, wh- why is that? Why does that? Why do you think that tends to happen, Mark?
1: Oh, I, I still think that it still revolves around the ego that we we talked about. It, it's something within per- people's personalities that I don't know want to make fun of or laugh at or, or you know making the butt of the jokes, you know, because maybe you're going off and doing something a little bit different that maybe wasn't expected. You know, that they didn't expect you to do. Uh, it could be any of those things. You know, people always want to get a, a, a laugh at somebody. Uh, it's similar to in high school, you know, or even younger years in school. You know, everybody always tries to make the jokes because that puts the jokester as the center of attention. It all falls back to the ego, Lou.
0: Yeah, it really, I, I think you're right. I think to to a certain extent, uh, more often than not, it does come back to the ego because um the old saying of uh, misery loves company, right? Um, why is it that when two two people, one person, a group of people are trying to do something positive, right? Uh, keeping the positivity up. In a world where there's so much negativity, so much strife, so much angst, so much jealousy, so much um, bullshit, basically, um, and you have two people that are doing something um, which is really nothing more than having a conversation but about the good things in life, right? Uh, the, 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 the way that, w- that more people really ought to, to uh, try and live in terms of being positive and being um, uh, take away uh, or remove a lot of the negativity as much, or at least as much as possible from their own lives. Um, there's always somebody there. There's always somebody there that's going to try and bring you down. I don't get that. Is it jealousy? Is it the fact that deep down inside they say, "Shit, why can't I do that?" You know. But but the thing is, you can. You right. can do. There's no reason to to be negative about um, every aspect of your life, and then take somebody else's, and then and then a- a- engulf everyone around you with the same negative bullshit that you have in your own life.
1: Yeah, I think that um, first of all, negativity. Uh, Excuse negativity. You know, we always talk about that. You know, negativity just, it's like cancer. You know, it's just going to spread. If you, if you don't get away from the negativity and separate from the negativity, you're going to get engrossed with the negativity. Um, it, it, it just continues. You know, it just continues. And um, you have to get away from it. You know, if you're positive and you're being positive, you're going to attract, you know, positivity. And, um, you know, to answer your question, my, my point, my angle on everything has always been, you say, well, why is somebody look at something you're doing? And it could be anything uh, that's positive. If you if you are doing something and, and, and other people are making fun of you, you know, and they're not liking it, uh, they want to poke, poke phone at you, uh, to them they might think it's not cool, you know. And what is cool? You know, it's uh, that's part of the ego, you know. They just are so wrapped up in the life of things being cool, uh that, you know, they were going to make jokes about something
0: that you're doing. So, so you mean these are the same cool kids back in high school that didn't let you sit at the back of the bus with them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are really the same. These are really the same people we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That same cool, cool group of kids that didn't invite you to the parties because you weren't quote unquote cool enough? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about yeah. here? You know, when we sit here and we talk
1: about faith-based things, I always think of the spirituality that, um, that is around everybody Is around everybody in this world You know, whether they see it or not um, You know, whether they want to connect with it or not It's there It's there And uh, the soul wants to And I always talk about souls I always talk about The soul wants to live in a loving atmosphere That's the ultimate goal uh, You and I have talked about that a lot too mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you start talking about living um, In a life filled with love Let's use that word love for example <laughs> What I've always noticed is People don't like to say that word <laughs> and people don't think that's cool. You ever notice that? To me, at least that's what I see. Like, <clears throat> especially if you're a guy and you're talking about, you know, hey, living in a life, you know, full of love, you know, loving thy neighbor. It makes you sound of, weak. It does, you know. It, it, it doesn't seem cool to other people. Like, they look at you almost like, Man, well, why is he saying that, you know, or
0: talking like that. Because it's cool to hate. That's why. Because hate hatred has... Hatred drives... Um, um, success, mm-hmm. money. Think about it from this standpoint, and, and just using the music industry as an example, right? Um, think back to the '60s, right? When with Motown, for example, you listen, especially the early Motown, right? It was it was, uh, it was uh, 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 rainbows and lollipops. You know, mm-hmm. it was poppy. It was talking about love. It was talking about relationships. It was talking about um, uh, looking for that uh, that sweet angel. You know, why can't I be a teenager in love? All this stuff, right? Then as time goes by, um, especially through the, 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 uh, the 80s and the 90s, well, now people were talking about Gang life. Now people were talking about uh, drive-bys. Now people were talking about shooting. Now people were talking about. Think about the the, how women are referenced in a lot of music then and today uh, as objects to to really to be nothing more uh, sexual objects. That's it. Um, It's okay to go to jail. In fact, the more times you go to jail, you know it makes you harder. What? Dude, I don't understand that mentality at all. But what does it do? It sells. So it gets promoted. You turn the radio on today, certain certain stations, um, and you listen to a certain type of music, right? Not every type of music, um, but, but cert- a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it promotes. And I just, I don't understand why that's cool. I listen to, to some of the songs and some, some, some of the music that my own kids listen to, and I'm like, you know, holy shit, you probably should not be listening to this, <laughs> you know? Um, now, granted, uh, I know that a lot of the kids today listen to music, you know, for the actual beats, case in point, um, you know, we think of, uh, of music in terms of bands that we grew up listening to. Right, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 people our age, a lot of it was, or most of it was, really rock and roll. Was rock, you know, um, hard rock, metal, uh, even alternative rock, whatever it was. Um, the music that our kids listen to is definitely more along the lines of of what would be uh, considered hip hop. Now they now they have told me themselves that they listen to it for the beat, for the you know the the back beat to it, and and a lot of it from that standpoint is excellent because it does have a good beat to it. Mm-hmm. But the, the, this, the difference is that they can't even tell you who the artist is typically, right? They just know the song, whereas you know, when we talk about our music, we, we compare bands, you know, this band to that band, the proverbial question, you know, are you a Beatles fan or a Rolling Stones fan? You know, there's no in between, it's one or the other typically, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't look at things that way. Um, But also when you think of, when you go back to the content of what that music was about um, and the difference in in era, in time, a lot of it is the promotion of things that can't be considered anything else other than criminal activity, you know? And and it's a shame. It's a shame because the thing that's lacking in it um, is God and faith. Now, having said that, it's not... I don't want to go as far as to say that when you listen to Black Sabbath, for example, that they were talking about God. They weren't, right? And, but a lot of that stuff was also a shtick, you know. Songs like "War Pigs" and so on and so forth, and the things that are are mentioned in the in in, in a lot of those songs. It's also a shtick. It, it's it's what separated them from from a lot of the bands at that time. But again, going back to what I was saying, um, it we're just at a time now where it's okay, it seems, to. You know, look at certain things that are, go completely against what's, uh, what would be considered right. Um, and they promote it and perpetuate it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when you were talking about um, promoting uh, music and, and actually uh, marketing music, you know, you were making me think about money making. It, you know, everything always seems to be revolved about the profit, everything that's made. And um, what sells? You know, what's going to sell? And, um it's not always the good stories and it's not always the the things that you believe are the nicest ways or, or the most loving ways it's it's going to be all different ways that sell um but you know money you've heard this a million times is that old saying that cliche is the root of all evil and um, is it is it really i mean it, you you can look at that from so many different angles you could almost rephrase that and say the essence you know, or, or they used to say the money is the root of all evil Then you would hear the lust for money Is the root of all evil But you can even look at that as just the essence Of money is the root of all evil And I'm not saying that Having money and trying to acquire A lot of money is that root uh, Because Absolutely everybody not. needs it Everyone knows It makes
0: your life a lot easier when and you have a lot of money every, And that's great if you do Everyone
1: knows you need money I mean you need money for your necessities But it's it's got such a grip on on, on, on everybody. And um, like you were just saying, the, the selling of the records or the things that sell, all the stuff that's marketed, all the, and it could be anything. It doesn't just have to be music. It could be top brand clothing or all the stuff that's heavily marketed that people are willing to pay so much for. I mean, all those different albums that you were just talking about, people will pay that money for. Um, and it goes back once again to that full circle that we talked about the human population seems like it has almost been mesmerized by money, you know uh, money rules everything and then everything else starts to get lost and you ended the last episode and went into this one asking, you know, where did humanity lose this consciousness and I think I'm a true believer that the ancients actually had a down much better than we do today and the word i would probably think of would be like modernization you know uh is that even a word i don't even know but we've been so modernized um in this fast-paced doggy dog world of money that people will chase whatever is like we were saying what is cool what is so cool it doesn't matter if it's a positive cool or if it's a negative cool people just want to Chase whatever's cool and own it and get it and and, and and pay the money for it. And then something gets lost there. You know, something gets lost to what the true meaning of, of life is, you know?
0: Well, innovation is important. Um, we live in an industrialized nation, an industrialized world, uh, leaning more towards... Um, obviously, uh, with growing technology making our lives easier, the fact that we 're able to do this podcast where years ago we would have needed to be on a radio station sure you know to do it and then of course you would have needed an FCC license and everything else to to be able to do it so it everything is at our fingertips right uh, but where did where did it all come from because even when you compare for example when you think about uh, a man like, uh, and we've talked about this a million times. A man like, uh, like Tesla, for example. Oh yeah. Um, right. Uh, th- th- his his idea. Speak on that a little bit, uh, because you put it uh, so eloquently. The last time that we spoke about it, um, his ideas and his technology, it was all stolen. Um, and the way that history has been taught, you don't you don't really hear about uh, Tesla and the advances that he came up with. You hear about uh, his uh, ideas and his innovations through the credit that was given to others for what he really, you know, came up with. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, that
1: man, he was he was a genius. You know, he was... Um, he may, I sometimes say, may have been... One of the, if not the smartest guy to walk the planet, you know, uh, I mean, he was, he was so smart. Um, I'll give you an example. They, they have a, a quote where they uh, were interviewing um, Einstein, right. you know, they're interviewing Albert Einstein. And uh, the reporter said something to the point of how does it feel to be, you know, the smartest guy on the planet? And uh, his response was, "I don't know. You have to go ask Nikola Tesla." Yeah. I mean, wow, that's about pretty cool. That? That's pretty humble. That's Einstein. Yeah, that's Einstein saying that. And think about it. In school, you always learn about Einstein. Everyone talks about how how smart Einstein is. You know, what do, what does everybody always say jokingly to the smartest kid in the class? You know, you turn around. Or if somebody's answering a lot of questions, right, you say, oh, what are you, Einstein? Right, you know, right. No ask one, him.
0: Uh, you, ask, you don't have the homework, the answers to the homework, ask him. He's an Einstein. Yeah, no
1: <laughs> one ever talks about Tesla, you know. I mean, and that guy, there. he, he was so smart. Uh, you know, he was an immigrant. Uh, he came over from Europe, and um, he immigrated to the United States. And then he um, he, he was very, very involved with um, electric. He, he really knew a lot about electric and um There were a lot of other things that he was into. And he uh, started to create a lot of patents. And um, a lot of the stuff that we have today, actually, I've heard upwards of, and don't quote me on this, but 80% of all of, like, technology, all the different things that we're using, or electronically, um, can go back to him. You know, I mean, he had that much um, influence on everybody. Innovative was, like, unbelievable. Supposedly, he could just think of things. I mean, he could think of things and and equate things in his mind uh, without having to write things out. The, um everything from like uh you know cell, cell phones uh today to remote controls to uh, i mean all kinds of stuff um they you know there was a difference between the electric they say there's the ac and and the dc right alternating current and then direct current and um uh, i believe it's so we run off of all the direct current you know through the wires and everything but right. his belief was there was alternating current and um that it was uh, energy was everywhere. It was just harnessing that energy, just right. bringing it in. And uh, once again, to what we were talking about, you know, why did he fail, uh, or why was he almost like suppressed with all his knowledge? Well, everything he wanted to do was for free. Right. It was for free. He, he wanted, wanted
0: to give it to the people.
1: He wanted everybody to have free energy. He wanted. And guess what? There's no money in that. You know, I mean, um, there's no money in free, buddy. There's no money in free, <laughs> and um, there's no way that a guy I think uh, that's going to go against, the, say, the corporate world, for example, uh, with all uh, the big companies out there, and say, "Hey, man, this stuff's for free. I'm I'm, I'm trying to help out humanity and give them all this free stuff." Uh, they're gonna look at him and be like, "No way. That that that's something that they're gonna lose out on. They're gonna lose all that money." So um, I think a lot of his stuff got squashed or brushed aside. You know. And it followed the the path of um uh, the, everything that we use is to make money, you know what i mean greed greed friend, greed, greed is a, greed is a is a great word uh you know one of the seven deadly sins, yeah, you know I mean there was you know this guy was almost angel like that's what they said you know i mean it was it was it was unbelievable there's so much stuff that he wanted to do uh to change the world to make it a better place, and it all you know revolved around with the energy,
0: boy isn't he a um the uh, poster boy for uh, Nice Guys Finish Last. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he, he he might be top dog in, in, in that category, yeah. you know? Yeah, a guy that was going to uh, possibly change the entire world, you know, with uh, supplying free energy for everybody, and now all of a sudden, like, you don't even hear about him. Think about when we were in school, you know? We might have some young people listening. You know, uh, who recently just got out of school, and it's been a number of years since we've been in school. But I know when we were back in school, you never even heard about the guy. No. The only way that you could learn about the guy was to find him on your own. You know, do some Google
0: searches. and uh, Go into the library, going through the uh, Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. um, Finding out... you know, finding it out on your own, you know, through through microfiche and, uh, and all these different yeah. uh, ways of, of finding information. But you certainly didn't didn't have it at your fingertips like you do today. Yeah,
1: I think there's a lot of people that still probably don't know who he is. Matter of fact, the only way they would probably know him would be to associate his name with the car. Exactly. Right? You see the car and then that's what everybody exactly. thinks. Oh, it's the name of a cool car. Well, no, it's actually named after a guy. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Hence the reason why it's a, a, an electric powered car. You know, he was in, supposedly in, in, involved with talking to that. I, know, I don't know if he made any moves in that category. But everything that he was talking about was uh, uh, energized with electricity or, or, or wireless. He I, was very big on wireless.
0: I wonder what he would think um, if he were alive today, um, seeing, you know, his ideas come to fruition mm-hmm. in the form of um, cell phones. And and uh, driverless cars. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I was at the hockey rink one night, and I saw this guy standing on the uh, practice was over. We were walking out, and I saw this guy fiddling on his phone. Next thing you know, I see his Tesla. Uh, I well, ultimately, I you know, and, and as I kept watching, figured out it was his car. But the the the, the Tesla uh, backed up out of the parking spot, uh, turned around. Mm-hmm. Came up to the the the, the curb, the doors came open, and he got in, and 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 he and his son, you know, the the, the trunk popped, and he. You know, and you're ca- like, am I in the right ear Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, am I like living some sort of like uh, Star Trek episode? Yeah. You know, I'm waiting for uh, for Captain Kirk and <laughs> yeah. and and uh, Spock to show a time warp up. Yeah, Star right, Park. exactly. <laughs> and, and this was a few years ago, and I'm like, holy shit, this is what you know. I had heard about it. Yeah. But to see it, right? I wonder what a guy like Tesla would think about, uh, his ideas basically coming to fruition and seeing stuff like that, seeing that you really, um, don't need per se, um, uh, the same technology that that we would have needed to for uh, watching just television um, and and listening to radio just a few years ago. Now all you need is Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right. Um, all of these different advances that we have today. The fact that planes basically fly themselves with the exception of the takeoff and the landing. That's really the only time that that the pilots are actually in control. Think about that. Now, now, if, if there's people out there that are like me that don't like flying, although, as you know, I've flown a million times, dude, I don't know if I necessarily want to know that when we're 35,000 feet up in the air going to wherever we're going, you know, that the plane is basically flying itself, yet it is the safest form of travel on the planet. hmm that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, right? But I'll tell you, that's a place where, at least coming from me, you see a lot of faith. Because I am so terrified of flying, I venture to guess that I'm good for about 50 to 75 Hail Marys. And I'm <laughs> good for for, for for at least that many Our Fathers during the time that we're in the air until we're back on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see a lot of faith there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you know, there, there's that good quote that uh, that some people say. They say, uh, you know, when you're in a plane, you um, you have a lot of faith, right? You have faith in that pilot. Yeah. Right? You never you never probably met him. You yeah. don't know him. You don't even know his name. Yeah. You don't even talk to him. Yeah. Uh, same thing when you're on a train, right? You're on a train. You have a faith in that conductor, right? You're, you don't know him. You probably never you have met him. You blind faith blind, blind faith. faith you never talked to him i hope and, this
0: guy was paying attention when they were going over the taking off part yeah you yeah. know <laughs> or the stopping part at a, at a train station yeah.
1: yeah same thing uh when you get on a ship right you get on a ship and they say you know you're on that and you have a lot of faith in that captain don't you you never met him you never talked to him you probably don't know his name or anything but you're on that ship but you know he's navigating that ship around it, right
0: well i know those people that were on the titanic had blind faith <laughs> in the north atlantic that night yeah
1: you know yeah well where i'm going with this is you know you'd look at the Different examples of being led by somebody who's totally in control, and you have faith in them, right? But you never met them, and you never saw them right. a lot of times. sometimes, right. you do, but most times you never saw them. So sometimes, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> another example, <laughs> another example of some noise. Um, but that's another example of um, seeing somebody, or I should say, having faith in somebody that you've never seen, right? Well. You know what else that can uh, be used as an example for? God. Think about all those different examples. What is the difference between you being on that plane, and that plane is your life, and you have the pilot? Or you're on that train, and the train is like your life, and you have the conductor. Same thing with the ship. That's your life, right? Yeah. But you have a captain there. Uh. Well, in reality, you're here, and you're having this life, but the driver of this one is God, right? Right. Lean the way. You haven't seen him? Blind faith. Blind
0: faith. Blind faith. Blind faith. So let me ask you, let me take that a step further, mm-hmm. right? Let's go down this road for a minute. So we're talking about blind faith, and that blind faith is based off everything that we've ever been taught since we were children, right? Mm-hmm. right. And as adults, we've taken that that instruction, that that um, that education a little bit further upon ourselves, right, whether it be uh, reading the, the Bible, reading the Quran, reading whatever it is, right, um, uh, in speaking to theologians. However, it is that you did that—that that, that extra bit, or to gain that extra bit of education, right? Let's let's speak a little bit in in hypotheticals, right? But yet reality at the same way, at the same time, right? Let's say, for example, uh, talking about blind faith, yeah, right. Um, you're driving down the street because because we all know that Jesus is going to make a return, right? It's just a matter of when. It's not it's not a matter of of if. Uh, it, it's, it's just a, a question of when. When is he coming back? Right? Could be tonight, for all we know. Could be tomorrow. Could be a, you know a thousand years from now. But he's coming back mm-hmm. to cleanse the earth and make everything right, right? Right. Well, let's say you're driving down the street and and you see this uh, you see this guy, right? And you you would never ever pick up a hitchhiker, right? But something is telling you, pick this dude up. Stop and pick this dude up. He looks like he needs help, right? just, just stop. This gentleman comes over and he's dressed just like, like, just like we dress do jeans, t-shirt sneakers, maybe boots, whatever. Right. Baseball hat, maybe. I don't know. He gets in, you're driving down the road. Naturally you start up a conversation because we talk, right? We'll talk to anybody. Right. And my man looks at you and says, uh, fear not my son, for I am Jesus Christ. I am your Lord and savior. What's your first thought? Wow. Wow, that's pretty deep. What's your first thought? At that moment, when you hear those words, right? And remember, I mean, you're just a normal, average dude, right? And here you have some guy that you've never met before, never seen before, right? And you've done something that you would never do, which, which is pick up a hitchhiker, right? Right. And after five or ten minutes of just going down the road, and he thanking you for for being a good soul and picking him up, and you know doing all the things that people do when they feel gratitude, right? My man hits you with that line. What 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 do you think? What's your first thought?
1: Well, the first thing you're thinking is you better drive safe because you now have the Messiah riding along with <laughs> <Good laughs> you. Good point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good point. Good point.
1: Well, wow, after that, I mean, that's going to take some adjusting to get to. That's got something that you're going to have to, like, uh, dissolve for a few minutes. You well, know? let me
0: make this a little bit easier for you, right? Let's say that happens, right? And obviously now you're... I know that if it were me, mm-hmm. right, I'd probably stay quiet for a second, right? I know that I'm not going to verbalize this, but my the thought in my head is... Holy shit is this dude nuts what did I just do Yeah yeah right? yeah right But but nonetheless okay let let's see where this takes us right I know that I would be compelled to ask him a question right And I would probably ask him um okay if you're the Messiah and and you're my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and you're sitting in my car with me right now um, why me because I'm sure there have been a thousand cars a hundred cars have gone by why did you pick me to stop because this is something that I would not ordinarily do why me what do you think his answer is so you asking him why you yeah what do you think his response is do you think, you think he answers that question by asking another question and saying, um, well, I wanted to see, you know, who would be... I wanted to see how much faith you actually had in uh, in me. That you would entrust what I'm telling you, take it to heart, and know that I am the Messiah. If you don't know me, I could be full of shit. I could be some psychopath that just got out of the psych ward. hmm and um, your life is about to end in about 30, 30 seconds. <laughs> but you don't know that. And you've done something that that you never would narrowly do. Why do you think you stopped? For me. Yeah. You know? Wow, it's pretty deep. I think that that's something... Because we know he's coming, right? So so how is he going to come back? I don't think that he's going to come back, um, you know, dressed in in the garb of, of you know, 2,000 years ago. A robe? No, I don't think he'll be wearing a robe. I think he'll probably be wearing... A like Yeah, I think he'll <laughs> be wearing today's clothing. You know, he has to fit in to just like he did at the time that he was here. Oh, yeah, of course. You know? Of course. So does he come back and immediately wipe the slate clean? Or does he, in essence, while he's here, do exactly what he did 2,000 years ago and see who his true followers are? See who the true people, true Christians are. You know, think about that. Yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah, I think it's something that um, I don't know. Sometimes I find myself, um, you know, driving down the road, it, it, just going over that scenario in my head. If there's, I mean, listen, you have you have an opportunity to speak to Jesus. What do you say to him? Like he's Jesus. What do you say to him? Yeah, you
1: see that mean. You see that posted sometimes on social media. You know, with a, with an empty park bench, or you know, if there's one person you could sit there and talk with, who would it be? and some people say jesus you know they would like to sit there and talk with him well that's that's only half of it you know that's just you getting to be able to sit there now the next big question is what exactly do you say you
0: know what exactly would you talk about i know that i would want to know why he's here why are you here i mean i think i know why you're here but why are you truly here mm-hmm. you know what's your next move what, what and what what role do i play in all this because again it could have been anybody that could have stopped but yeah. it was me you chose me this mm-hmm. just you know this just didn't didn't happen out of the blue you know i didn't wake up that morning and say yeah i'm going to pick up a hitchhiker today yeah that 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 i assure you will never happen that thought will never cross my mind picking up a hitchhiker never i can assure you of that you know there are there are a few things in this world that i can assure you of that is one of them yeah right but yet i was compelled to do it and I did it. And it turns out that it's Jesus. Yeah. But your instinct
1: would be not to do it. You'd want to keep going. So maybe you might actually miss that opportunity because your natural instinct is to not stop. Yeah, but,
0: but in, in a normal situation, yeah. In a normal situation, I'm not stopping. I'm too, I'm too, um, uh, I'm, I'm too um, awesome. leery of that stuff, yeah. you know? Uh, because of the world that we live in. Right. You know, I know that, you know, in years past, a lot of people would hitchhike. I've got a lot of friends that are older that, you know, uh, you know would hitchhike from point A to point B. Um, while I didn't do it in my time that I did go to, when I was going to school in, uh, in, uh, in Europe, I had friends that hitchhiked across Europe. Wow. Um, you know, and saw the world doing it that way. Uh, and nothing ever happened to them. But, you know, I've probably watched too many movies where, you know, uh, shit can go wrong. You know, and if mm-hmm. it's going to happen, it's going to happen to me. Right? <laughs> so, so, but in that scenario, in thinking about true faith, blind faith, right, um, that actually happens to you. You know, what, what, what would you ask them? What would be the question that you would ask them?
1: Man, I, I don't even know. I mean, I've, of course, I think your first question is, are you the real deal? I mean, that that's the, the, the first question. You want to know. You know, you don't want any imposters or anything like that. Or,
0: or <laughs> How do you get them to prove?
1: That's, that... an, that's another question, you know? Like, how, how do you get them to prove it? That's something you would want to know. I mean, how do you ask even something like that?
0: Well, I guess the same way that he... That in, the, in the same way that he... Told you who he was, you need to find out is he truly, you know, who he says he is, right? Um, And it can't be off of past history, you know. I know that history, you know, everybody knows that history. Show me now that you are who you say you are, you know. So um, I don't know that I necessarily ask him, you know, uh, after I pull over to go walk on that uh, lake over there. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know that I asked him to do that, but the the conversation, dude, it's like, uh, talk about being tongue-tied. Right? Like, what do you say to him? Holy smokes. Yeah. You you would think you would know just by
1: the conversation. You think you would definitely know just by the conversation. Like, you almost wouldn't need to ask to have proof, would you? I mean, and that's almost kind of insulting to begin with. I
0: guess it would be this, whatever compelled you to stop. I guess would be the same thing that would let you know in your heart of hearts, right? In your, in your heart, in your soul, that the man is who he says he is, right? right? Um, I, I would want to know what's coming. You know, why is he here? What's, what, what can I expect to see? And if he turned around and said, well, all I expect you to do... Is To continue to Speak about me And keep me present In your life And the lives of others um, Which is a very simple request We do that now We do that here We're doing it right now Right? Right So what would you say To someone who's cynical That Finds out that we're That we're doing this podcast And we're talking about faith And so on and so forth And kind of looks at it as You know Oh uh, oh, okay, uh, you're, you're still going down that positive, that positive road, huh? That road of spirituality. What do you say to them? I would say that,
1: uh, well, you know what? You obviously, uh, see it, you know it, you're acknowledging it by your comments you're making right there. So, um, that's good. That's good. And that, that means that this is for you, you know, um, whether you want to accept it or embrace it or not. Um, Positivity is for everybody, you know. The being positive and being influential, uh, being inspiring—every that's for everybody, um, and probably even more so for people that uh, don't want it and want to close doors uh, and want to repel against it. You know, you're putting it out there for them. Ho- hopefully, that they open it up, you know, open up for it. You know, uh,
0: do you I, think there are people that need to hear that message? To hear that that need to hear the message that we're trying to convey that there 's more things to life than just the everyday rat race the everyday um, uh, need to to inherently be something that you weren 't born to be oh
1: absolutely absolutely I, I say it often i speak I, have, uh, I speak of uh, spiritual amnesia uh, is a good phrase to use that uh, it seems like society has just lost touch, you know, with that rat race that, you know, we were just talking about, you know, chasing, chasing a life that they weren't meant to be living, you know, everybody's so focused on what they can get, what they can acquire, um, what they can be instead of what they can do, do for themselves, do with others, I mean, ultimately, that's what it's all about, it's our interaction with, with,
0: with each other. So while I think it's okay to continue trying to live a, a more comfortable and easier life here on Earth um, through the means in, uh, in, in which you, know, you, 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 uh, 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 you have to, to be able to live that, that life, however comfortable it may be monetarily, the one thing that I think more people need to do is not forget that the true meaning of life is um, faith and spirituality and what we can't see but we all hope to gain, which is eternal life in paradise.
1: Yeah, and, and, and they have to understand that you
0: have to look from within to find that. Agreed. Agreed because all of that spirituality everything that it's already there it's inside us um, and so many of us me included um, as, as well as you i'm sure have there was a time in our lives where we forgot about that, and it was very easy to get wrapped up in um, the, the the daily uh, strife of of living our human lives, uh, whereas the ultimate the ultimate goal should be living your life as positive and as um, as uh, not divine, but because uh, no one can be that divine, but as uh, close to God as possible. Um, and and if and if all that is is just keeping them present in conversation, keeping them present in your thoughts, keeping him present on a daily basis, then that right there is is um, um, you know the uh, the battle that we all fight on a daily basis, and um, will ultimately win as long as you maintain that.
1: Yeah, you know, um, you're talking about everybody kind of gets lost at some point. You know, they kind of get away from themselves and their spirituality, no matter how little it is or, or how great the, um, the distance as they uh, grow away from it. Uh, in everybody's life, they do. And they just, if they pull back, if they pull back in closer to themselves and, and live that life from within that we always talk about, they'll find it. They'll find that spirituality, you know, because in a sense, God is in everybody. Uh, God is everywhere in this world. God's in everything. God's in every plant. Uh, God's in the air we breathe. I mean, the God, the source, the energy, no matter what anybody describes, it is everywhere. But the, um, the ultimate understanding is that God is within you. God is in with you yourself. God is in with the next person that you meet. God is with the person that's listening. Uh, God is everywhere. Uh, but it's when you focus From within We always talk about Living that life From within You focus And you raise that awareness And you understand that Um, That's where that Spirituality really comes out That's where you Really start to understand What the ultimate Meaning meaning is Of this life
0: Agreed Mark That's that's, uh, perfectly said And um, I think on that note um, I think we'll wrap This episode up And uh, with leaving uh, uh, the question of um, what are you doing or what have you done um, in your own life that will bring you closer to God when it comes to uh, being there for someone, uh, offering the help that someone might need, Um, you know, how what can you do to be closer to God and live the life that we were all meant to live that's a great point well it was a great night for a fire lou yeah it was and that was a great conversation once again we um we thank uh the listeners um tuning in and we look forward to our next chat um and with that god bless and we'll talk to you soon see you at the next one hey guys don't forget you can find us on facebook instagram tiktok but wait before you go Go on your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks a lot.